Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Blog Talk Radio. Chatter Podcast. My name is Justin Ray, and uh, before we get into our interview, I just want to say, if you could like, comment, share the show, uh, we have a merch door, too, in the links below, um, and that's all I have to say about that. And without further ado, I want to get into our interview with Mr. David Weiss from the Flat Earth Podcast. David Weiss, how are you doing tonight? Doing all right. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Oh, thank you for coming on. Um, you want to go ahead and tell people who you are and what you do, and then we'll get into the interview portion of our podcast? Yeah, the nutshell is I'm just a normal guy. I worked in uh, corporate America, started my own company. All is going well. I did a podcast on the side for fun with some buddies, uh, looking into some conspiracies, some deceptions of the world, which got kind of intense. And then people started sending me flat earth stuff hey dude you got to look into flat earth and uh like any smart person i would just ban them forever uh from our social media for being so stupid to ask that question but then i got tired of it i was forced to look and i started looking trying to disprove flat earth or prove the globe and uh that's how you become a flat earther because once you look at the helio nonsensical model that people think they know what it is but they don't and then once you understand what flat earth isn't then you'll see the truth. The, the, the thing is, people laugh at Flat Earth because their idea of what Flat Earth is is ridiculous. It's not what Flat Earthers have found. It's, it's mind control um, that we've been programmed with to, to believe um, that Flat Earth is ridiculous and then just dismiss it. So the truth of the matter is uh, Flat Earth is the most important topic of our time. Well, what difference does it make? The Earth is the shape of the Earth. I still got to go to work tomorrow. You're missing the whole point. It's literally hiding your divinity, hiding your true power, and making you um, – the globe lie makes you feel insignificant and allows other people to rule over you when nobody is allowed to do that. So there it is in a nutshell. Oh, wow. That's, that's a lot. Uh, okay, so – when you were doing your research, when did you come to the realization that the Earth was flat? Yeah, it was about six years ago, you know, probably seven soon. I just don't keep track. Uh, like 2015, uh, when I started trying to debunk it. Nobody just wakes up in the morning and says, I'm going to be a flat earther today. It doesn't work like that. Everybody goes in kicking and screaming, going, this is the dumbest thing ever. But then when you start looking and you start looking at the nonsense that you um, believe, that you were that you were indoctrinated to believe, um, you know, it all starts coming together, and uh, 
you know, I don't expect anyone to believe anything I'm saying tonight. I want you to go check it out yourself. But the thing is, you know, everything that NASA, um, which is not a space agency, NASA, uh, gives us is unverifiable. It's all nonsense. It's all pseudoscience. And it's provable pseudoscience, and we've caught them lying many, many, many times. Uh, we've caught them faking, you know, anti-gravity or you know, weightlessness. We've caught them so many ways; it's ridiculous. But you only have to catch them once to find out that they're liars. So, the the entire thing, um, you know, I know every comment that people are going to make. You know, well, what about all the other space agencies? You know, we can't keep a secret. They couldn't keep a blowjob a secret in the White House. They, you know, what about ships over the horizon? What about sticks and shadows? What about sunsets over the water? What about seasons? All of that stuff is perfectly explained. And, and in fact, most of those things are impossible on a globe once you really look at them. Like seasons make zero sense on the globe. Okay, so explain the seasons. Let's let's talk about the seasons before we talk about NASA. Yeah. Why so, is so, this impossible on a globe? Yeah, because because they tell us that you know the the globe is tilted. Um, you know, you got this ball. North is on the top, south is on the bottom, and that when mm-hmm. it's tilted towards the sun on the top, uh, that we're having more direct rays, and that's our summer. And then when it's tilted away, that's our winter. Um, do you think that during our our in the heliocentric model that during our summer are we closer or farther from the sun? In the summer, we would be closer to in the, the sun. In, in, yeah, it's uh, it's not true. We're three and a half million miles farther away from the sun, and the, the, it's the so that there that should be red flag number one. <clears throat> the other thing is, at sunrise and sunset, um, that is the most severe tilt you could be from the sun. So when you see the sun on the horizon at sunrise. It should be freezing because the sun is spreading across, you know, tangently hitting the earth at the most indirect rays. But in the summer in the north, on the height of the summer, you can go down, watch the sun appear on the horizon. And as soon as you see it, you can feel the heat on your face. Close your eyes. You can feel the heat just blasting on your face. So within a couple minutes, it's hot, it's blasting on you. And then six months later in the winter, you could wait until solar noon when the sun is at the highest point in the sky for that day. Uh, you can look up at the sun when you're supposedly three and a half million miles closer to the sun with a much more direct angle. You can't even feel the heat here in Connecticut where I am or in in the north. You can't feel the heat. So let me explain it. I'll give you another analogy. <clears throat> Imagine um, you and I are uh, – where, where are you located? California. California. So you don't know much from snow, but here in Connecticut, you know, in the North, New England here, it, we get it's cold out. So well, imagine England, you're. Well, I have been in. I've been in Delaware, so I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so we're out. So imagine it's uh, freezing cold. You're, there, there's snow on the ground. Everything's frozen, and you and I are outside uh, sitting in in beach chairs, uh, freezing our asses off, and we're about 15 feet okay. apart. All right. And then right. Uh, somebody comes over uh, over over to you, and they have a a, a nice pole holding a a um, giant heat lamp, and they're holding it right over you, maybe 10 feet in the air, right? And that mm-hmm. heat lamp's going to warm you up. You're going to be like, ah, that's nice. And you're going to look at that heat lamp, and it's directly above you. It's high above you. It's close. It's high in the sky. I'm going to look at that mm-hmm. heat lamp from 15 feet away. I'm barely going to feel the heat, and it's going to be lower in the sky. It's not over me. It's farther away, and it's lower in the sky, just like our winter sun. And then if that person walked over to me, brought that sun over, now it's over me. It's high over me. You're going to see it lower in the sky. I'm in the summer. You're in the winter. And that's how it works. We have The flat earth is like a pond, and it's not a disk floating in space. 
the edge of the pond is the land that is higher than the water surface, and that land is the land that we call Antarctica. Antarctica is not an island at the bottom of a ball. Antarctica is the shoreline that surrounds the world pond. That's it. We live in the Antarctic basin, and then there's, there's halfway between the center and the outer edge is the equator, and that's a circle that just goes um, around, and it's halfway between the center and the outer edge. And then inside that circle is a smaller circle. That's the Tropic of Capricorn. And outside that circle is another uh, circle, a bigger circle, which is the Tropic of Capricorn. The inner inner one's the Tropic of Cancer. The outer one's the Tropic of Capricorn. And the sun just circles around over them and migrates. In June 21st, it's over the Tropic of Cancer. And then over the next six months, it makes bigger and bigger circles until it's out over the Tropic of Capricorn uh, in December 21st when Australia, South America... South Africa has their summer and we have our winter because they're in the outer southern lands closer to the edge of the lake. And that's how seasons work. There's impossible on a ball, perfectly makes sense on a flat earth. Okay, so that, all right, is not discount what you're saying. Sounds a little far-fetched. Let me ask you, have you tried photographing or going to the edge to see it? Well, there's a so that's that's another pre-programmed response. Where's the edge? Go take a picture of the edge. How come no one's seen the edge? How come no one's jumped off the edge? How come cats haven't pushed everything off the earth? Okay, that these are pre-programmed responses by Bill Lye, the lying guy with a bow tie. The answer is there's a billion pictures of it. Just Google Antarctic ice shore, Antarctic ice wall. Okay. It's not a wall like the Game of Thrones. There's videos of it. There's tons of pictures. It's just the shoreline. And in most areas, it's like a cliff that's a couple hundred feet high. Um, other areas, there's a rocky shoreline, you know, where you can pull a boat up. But most of it is a high ice wall, or, or, or at least a lot of it. I don't have pictures of all of it. And you can go visit there. You can go take a, you know, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollar three day trip there, where they'll just they'll keep you on the boat most of the time. They'll show you the shoreline. They'll show you some penguins if you're lucky. And they'll take you to a ceremonial South Pole, but you can't verify where you are because compasses don't work and GPS doesn't work. So it's just the shoreline. There's tons of photos, tons of pictures. Just look it up. The Arctic shoreline. You said to look that up. Yeah, look up Antarct- um, Ant- Antarctica ice wall. You can type that in and, and, then, and then click images, and there's a, there, there's a billion images. Okay. Maybe not a billion. Are maybe you, a million. Maybe a million. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, Give billions a, a lot. So, billions a lot. <laughs> All right, so let's go back to NASA. Wait, yeah. they're not a space agency? Not a space agency. Never a okay, straight answer. Explain. So, so that, that's a hard one because I, I actually discovered the Earth was flat before I realized that the moon missions were fake and everything was fake. NASA was created in uh, 1959 or, um, to hide the truth of this world and to make people believe that we can walk on a ball and fly in outer space. It's all to... Um, to dilute the creation of this world. So NASA, um, you know, again, you, you can if you Google moon landing hoax, you're going to get all of the propaganda <clears throat> from the mainstream media that has been put mm-hmm. out there to, you know, support, um, you know, the belief. Once you start looking at the facts and start looking at the images, you'll be like, how do they ever fall for this? It's the dumbest thing ever. But again, if you Google it, you're not going to find that answers because it's all hidden now. <clears throat> so I, I created an app. It's called the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. And it's for uh, Google. It's for Android phones and iPhones. 
and in it it has a daily featured video it has all of the questions and under the under the the top questions is um is uh, what about NASA? If you click the what about NASA, there are all the videos that they're hiding from you. You know, five five years ago, you Google, you know, bubbles in space, and bam, all of the top videos come up. Now you Google bubble, bubbles in space, and uh, you get all propaganda. Wow. Okay. So, um, a question I have, uh, scientific data. Like, as far as, like, the different, you're talking about the shapes, are there any theories that may come close to make you um, think about what it is or get you close? Like if you – like what's the lead-in like to becoming a flat earther or understanding these theories? Well, the, the, leader, the lead-in is to realize that you there's zero proof of the globe and tons of proof of flat earth. The lead-in is not to believe – when you ask – when you ask a Globe fanboy, you know, NASA fanboy, what's your proof of the Globe? They go, science, physics. And you go, well, what science and physics? They go, all of it. And like, can you give me a specific example? Then they go, why should I? You're just going to say it's fake. I mean, that's all they have. But on a ball, the, the thing that got me was when I started looking into this, I was like, okay. I reluctantly watched Mark Sargent's Clues, Eric DeBay's 200 Truths. I'm like, wait a minute. We can see too far. That, you know, the Earth is a ball. There has to be curvature, and they, they tell us, well, the curvature is so big you can't see it, but you can see boats go over the horizon at just three miles away. It's, it's the dumbest thing ever. So I started looking, and I looked up the not the flat earther formula, but the globe formula for curvature, and uh, it, it is uh, eight inches per mile squared because uh, you know, it curves away. And that formula is only good for the first few hundred miles, but that's all you need. At 10 miles, there should be 66 feet of curvature. I'm like, okay. I know a buoy that's right off my beach that's 11 miles away. So, uh-huh. you know, it should be more than 66 feet of curvature. So I went out and I bought a $1,000 super zoom camera, the, the Nikon P900 when it first came out. And okay. I, I went down to the beach and I sat down. It was a com- perfectly calm day. And I sat down as low as I can get right at the water's edge. And I zoomed in. Not only could I see the entire buoy that should have been over 60 feet below the curve, I could see the surface of the water beyond the buoy for dozens of miles beyond it. And there should be hundreds and hundreds of feet of curvature there. And it's not a, not a mirage. I could see boats. I could see everything out there. I could see land that's 25, 30 miles away. I could see the shoreline. I'm like, at 25 miles, I think the curvature is like 400 some, some odd feet. I mean, I shouldn't see the tops of trees, but I could see the beach. So yeah. Globers will okay. say refraction and gravity. You know, it's, it's nonsense. They just have total nonsense. So that was so, a big one right there. I, I hope I'm saying this right. The, the Coriolis effect, I think that accounts yeah. for like Cor- the curve. Is, is that right? It accounts for what? It count, the Coriolis yeah, effect accounts for they, they – go ahead. Yeah. So how does that – so I guess that's – what's the – is there an opposite theory to that if that – if Things are flat. I didn't hear what you said. What, what do you think the Coriolis the cor- effect does? The Coriolis effect. What does it do? Isn't it, that's supposed to like give you uh, the, if I'm right, the equation that's supposed to give you the curvature of the Earth and how the sun moves. Because a lot of like filmmakers use that to predict how the sun is going to come out and appear to account for lighting. I, I, 
I think you're a little confused there. The Coriolis effect is um, they, they say that the, because of the Coriolis effect in the southern hemisphere, storms spin one way. In the northern hemisphere, they spin another way, and that's because of the spin of the earth. So, it's so a if long, you're it's a long theory. It's a long yeah, one. so and, and that's why <laughs> toilets spin the opposite direction in Australia. Well, guess what? None of that's true, right? It is true that storms most of the time spin in opposite directions in the south and in the north, but um, that's because the, the it's uh, I call it the electromagnetic wake of the sun and the moon as they circle around in between those two tropics I described earlier. Um, they're pushing an electric an electric field, and that is pushing the ether, which is making the store the 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 weather system spin in opposite directions. Just like if you push a paddle through the water, if you look at the sides of the paddle, there'll be opposite swim spinning vortices coming off of the paddle, spinning in opposite directions. And that's exactly what's happening with the sun and the moon, creating the wake through the ether through the atmosphere of the Earth. Hmm. Lots of videos. Okay, so uh, what about the Coriolis effect in the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app by Blue Water Bay? Click What About Coriolis? Again, I'm describing things, I'm, and, and you're, you're having – I love your reaction. Hmm, interesting, because now you're being presented with new information. Now you need to go see it for yourself. And I don't say just believe a YouTube video, but watch the videos we made. You can see that they're made by real people, and they show you, and you're like, huh, that's interesting. And if you don't believe it from the video, go do it yourself. And these are all things that you can verify. Hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Next, the uh, other question I have. So we did that. Uh, hold on, just a second here. So, besides yourself, who else is in this uh, realm of thought that is actually thinking about the theory, the flat Earth theory that we could know of, like famous or infamous, that has the same kind of data you have? <laughs> Um, well, there are some famous people that we're in communication with that they don't want to come out publicly yet, but I'll say okay. uh, they might have a television show that has their name featured in the show. There might, there's, there's people um, at the last, was the last or two, a couple years ago at the Oscar party, um, people like, I think it's Amy Irving and other people were saying that the big talk at the Oscars party was flat earth. There was people standing in circles talking about flat earth at the Oscars parties. So people high up, they know the truth of this world, but you know, people don't want to give up their livelihood. You know, air, most airplane pilots the, you know, commercial airplane pilots uh, know that the earth is flat, doesn't curve. They don't have to nose the plane down to maintain their altitude. Uh, they know it, but they can't talk about it. And when they do, they get fired. Oh gosh. Yeah, right, we interviewed so, we interviewed a KLM pilot, and the next day she was grounded, and then then she was gone. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. So, all right, we're talking about the world. It's flat. So, is there something? Is there something? Is it a natural phenomenon, or is it just something man-made? No, no. This world is intelligently designed. So the the psychopaths that are running this world, um, they don't they they hate God and they they, they believe in a different God. <clears throat> they want they don't want people or you know to realize that they're at the center of creation. They have great power. They want you to believe that you're lost in space, spinning out of control. You're insignificant. You you came from pond scum and from a big bang. Um, they don't want you to know that you're at the center of creation and nobody has dominion over you, that that your thoughts create your reality. And to prove it, everyone listening to this, 
Everything you have in your life is by the way that you think. You've created your own reality. It's the way that you think. They don't want you to know the power of your mind, so they keep you living in fear and lack. Um, they keep you, you know, uh, you know, when you're in fear of so many things, you act differently. You act more selfish. Um, there are lots of people that are good people that don't know that the earth is flat and and that are doing the right thing, but um, it's the other it's, it's the majority of the world that is lost. And uh, you know, if you don't know who you are, where your feet are planted, how are you going to make any good decisions? Yeah, that that makes sense. I, I can agree with that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, is there? Do you think that is there a purpose for telling people it's round? I mean, outside of what you said. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's all about control. If you think about it, the, you know, look at this world. Um, everything that's going on, they're trying to control us. And it, you know, uh, slavery never went away. They just expanded it to everybody and took down the, you know, they they, they took off the chains. Um, you know, the people, the chains are you have to work, you know, your entire life nine to five just to get by. And uh, you know, your people are sitting in cubicles. That those are jail cells. And you know, they're they're working their lives away for a hope of a retirement. You know. When they're too sick and, and tired to enjoy any anything that they've been able to save, so again, and they put us in a jail where we can't see the walls. That's the globe, right? Because maybe beyond the shoreline of Antarctica, which is the edge of the world pond, maybe a couple thousand miles out there, there's another pond with other with another sun and other lands, extra terra, extra terrestrials, extra territory, right? So if somebody lived out there and came to visit us. You know, just going a couple thousand miles, um, I would call them an extraterrestrial from the outer space beyond Antarctica, not from infinite yeah. space in a space vacuum. They're right here on the Earth system, and they probably speak English, if you ask me. <laughs> it's That's not weird. that far-fetched, and everything about space is so far-fetched it's ridiculous, but people want to believe it. You know, they, they, they've got their their scientists, which are all failed actors – saying that um, to believe that we are here alone, like Carl Sagan, you know, another shell, mm-hmm. um, to believe that we are here alone is a sight wait, of wait, the wait. height Carl of human, Sagan, human Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, Carl, like, Carl Sagan was a... Was a uh, I, listen, I loved Carl Sagan. I grew up with Cosmos. I took four okay. years of astronomy. But he, uh-huh. he his famous thing was he showed... Um, Aristophanes, uh, which is a made-up story stuck into our curriculum in the mid-1900s. It's not even a real story about Aristophanes in ancient Greece with his sticks and shadows. And uh, Carl Sagan showed he's got, he's got these two like uh, obelisks on a on a um, on a uh, a flat on a flat di- on a flat piece of paper, and he's outside. And uh, he said that he showed that there's no shadow because the sun, you know, a distant sun, you know, on a scale that big, uh, that small. And neither one had shadows. He goes, but if I bend it like the earth, one of them has a shadow and one of them doesn't. And that literally is the biggest mind control spell that has ever been cast upon the world right there. It was one of the biggest ones. And he goes, it could only work on a ball, and everyone just believes it. But nobody looks into what the flat earth model is. The flat earth model is with a small, close sun. So picture this. Put um, – you know, two bottles or two uh, lighters, you know, standing up on your desk a, few, a, foot, a foot or two apart. And then just get your, okay. your f- a light, flashlight and hold it a foot or two above one of them pointing straight down, right? The one that mm-hmm. is over will have shadow. The other one will have a shadow. Well, you can do some math and figure out the sphericity of your flat table. 
It's just math. It's describing whatever you want it to describe. Right? Aristophanes assumed that all of the light rays that came from the sun were coming in parallel because why? Right? Well, if it's 75 million miles – I mean 93 million miles away, maybe they would come in parallel if they could ever reach us, but they couldn't. Um, but why did he think that? And the answer is oh, it's a made-up story. No one's ever seen parallel rays come through the, through the sky, whether you want to say they're refracted or not. Whether it's a, no one's ever seen parallel rays. They all come in corpuscular. They spread out from a point not that high above the clouds. So again, his story is made up. He would be the most, uh, in, the most famous mathematician ever, um, and for hundreds of years, he was never mentioned until the 19, you know, or mid 1900s. Hmm. Made up story. Made up story. Well, okay. So, all right. Earth is flat, right? Is it's there a bad. hole at the bottom? Has any tra- okay, so. <laughs> Yeah, so, is so, there a drain hole? I mean, the Marianas Trench. Can you explain that, or, or is it just are we just a big, big mass, and then you got yeah, liquid, so, and then you got the Arctic, the Antarctic shelf? Like, what, what's going on? Yeah, so, so the Marianas Trench is like six miles deep, and then the highest we've ever gotten is I don't believe it's above seventy-three miles, to be honest. And they're lying, you know, all the stuff about space, but we, we can't reach up there. The deepest hole ever dug, whether the Earth is flat or globe is called the Great Borehole in Russia and it just it's right. just short of eight that. just short of eight miles where they hit an impenetrable barrier that they could not drill through. It was too hard, too hot, whatever it was. They tried forever and there's some crazy stories that came out of that hole, but so the deepest hole ever dug is short of eight miles. So let's compare that to an apple. That would be like drilling halfway through the skin of an apple. Right? And then when they were uh-huh. drilling, when they were drilling that hole, they were using ground penetrating radar to see what they're going to hit next. And guess what? They probably should have gotten their money back on that equipment because it was wrong every step of the way. But somehow, short of eight miles, when they hit that impenetrable barrier, they uh, they could figure out what the next four thousand miles is. Right? All of a sudden, they know that there's a molten magnetic core. All right? That's made up pseudoscience. They show us a meme of what the cross section of the Earth looks like. They couldn't figure out what was in the, in the skin of the apple, but all of a sudden they know what's in the core. And the idea of a molten metal core, do you know what happens when you heat a magnet? Before it melts, it loses its magnetism. Okay? So a hot magnet or a melted magnet is not a magnet. It no longer does that. So, again, they're mocking us with our ignorance. It's pure mockery. <laughs> School textbooks don't seem so much fun anymore, David. Well, they are because they're, they're, they're comic books. And, and the thing is, the people that become the teachers, the people that become the professors are the ones that can memorize and regurgitate the Rockefeller-funded nonsense, right? If you memorized everything and regurgitate it, you can teach the next generation. So teachers aren't bad people. They're just regurgitators. Oh, wow. Okay. So I think you probably answered my next question. So the Earth is flat. What about – can you explain the other planets like Jupiter, Saturn, Mars? Like what is that? Yeah, so, so again, we're going back to the only, the only images that you've ever seen of the other planets that are in any detail are from two sources, one of them more credible than the other. The more credible one is Disney, and the less credible one is NASA. 
right? That you can look at their all of the images they give us, and they're nonsense. You look at the just Google a latest photo of Pluto, and you'll look. There's a desert on Pluto that looks like Pluto the dog, okay? Um, and it was allegedly taken by a spacecraft going 60,000 miles an hour past Jupiter, and it caught a beautiful full face of Jupiter, well lit, and then transmitted it back to Earth. Are you freaking kidding me? At that the distance of Jupiter, they tell us the sun would be like the size of a freaking star. It would be tiny. How would it light up that planet like that? And how would they get that picture traveling that fast? How would they send it back? It's nonsense. And if you look at Jupiter, there's two pictures of Jupiter that are two and a half years apart, and not a single cloud has moved because these lazy bastards are too cheap to make a second model. Okay? You know, they're too lazy and stupid. Um, but when you compare these things, you'll realize that they're all nonsense. Then you can get a P900 Super Zoom camera or the P1000 now that they have, and you can zoom in on these planets, these things that used to be called wandering stars. And you can see that they're pulsing orbs of energy here within the Earth system. They're very close. If you go out when Mars is in, in the sky, it's the brightest star in the sky. It's bigger than any other star, and it's as bright or brighter than any other star. It looks like a little piece of the sun as far as its brightness. Well, how does a dusty, dirty ball 40 million miles away from us reflect sunlight back to us brighter than the, than the, than the source, as bright as the source? Nonsense. Light traveling fades out exponentially, right? There's no way yeah. that even if you were a mile from that dusty, dirty ball, that it would reflect so bright. It wouldn't look like a burning thing. The things that we're seeing are their own lights. They have nothing to do with the sun. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> what about so what about um uh okay, so you're talking about stars. Alpha Centauri. The system w- w- what about that? Same the Alpha field? Centauri with the with the with the with the um planets, all the planets around it, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Cool story, bro. <laughs> They're describing these other worlds that because they say a star got a little dimmer for a split second, that it's a planet blocking its light. They make up all of this nonsense, right? All of that stuff is nonsense. You know, and there's so many things that we've been taught all of our life, and then different people will confirm it, and they're like, well, on Mars, you know, look at these rocks. These are these aren't rocks. These are collapsed buildings, and there's a pyramid, and there's a face, and and NASA's trying to hide it, you know. It's all made-up nonsense. The pictures that we're getting are from Devon Island. Just go Google. Um, It just happened today. Chinese Mars lander releases two first photos. It's ridiculous. Let's go out in my backyard. Yeah, wait, wait, just Google. Just go up and Google um, Chinese Mars lander video, right? It happened like two days ago. Cartman and, and Kenny and Kyle are laughing at them. It's the dumbest crap ever. When you look at this stuff, um, here's the thing. People just believe. They don't go look. Like most people that believe that Elon Musk put a Tesla in space, they never looked because if they looked, they'd be like, wait a minute. This is garbage. Elon even at that, at that press conference goes, you can tell it's real because it looks so fake. We'd have better CGI. Quote. Wow. He didn't say that out loud, did he? That's exactly what he said at the press conference. Uh, okay, so I was, you know, what's funny, you brought him up. I was going to get to that. 
what's the point of him doing his space program? What's the point of SpaceX if all this stuff isn't real? It, or it's all it's all about deception. It's all about to make us believe that we're going to go to Mars. What are the odds of this? Okay. So the whole story of Project Paperclip, where we brought over the German, you know, German Nazi scientists to run our space program, you know, after the space race was, you know, Russia came down. Um, Werner von Braun comes over and, yep. and starts NASA. Okay. Well, in 1957, Werner von Braun wrote a book called Project Mars, and uh, on it, it had a rocket, and it was basically a story of um, a group of people that went to Mars to start a colony, and the colony leader was named Elon, okay? And the rocket Mm -hmm. he has on there looks just like Elon's rocket that he's going to take people to Mars in, except Elon's rocket is a little blunter. But Elon, about a month ago, made a tweet said, I want to redesign the rocket. I want to make it pointier so it looks exactly like the friggin' book. This is all called predictive programming, right? Elon Musk, the CEO of the largest car, electric car company, the CEO of the largest solar company, the CEO of the largest tunneling company, the CEO of the company that's going to merge your brain with computers. He's the, CEO, he's the guy that took over NASA. Five, I think there's another company too. No human being could do any of that. He is just a puppet for the elite. His comment the other day about Bitcoin wasn't him. He was told exactly what to say. He is a mind-controlled MK Ultra puppet and has none of the stuff about him is real. About that. Wait, huh? what? Mind yeah. blown. Yeah, mind blown. If, if you go look at his, um, you know, go watch some of my interviews. Um, or just look at his uh, the, the last rocket they launched. It looks like a grain silo, and it's the dumbest thing ever. You watch this thing go up. It's it's obviously a combination of a helium blimp CGI. It's the dumbest crap ever, and people just eat it up. There's no possible way any of this is true. No human is in any of those rockets ever. Okay, ever. No one. The rockets that you see launch go up. They curve out over the ocean. They crash in the Bermuda Triangle. Where they're either sunk or we, or you know, take them back. I think they're just sunk. There's a whole graveyard of of, of you know fake rockets out there, and uh, and then they show you a cartoon. The astronauts are in another facility being filmed in a studio cockpit, and it's all nonsense. Wow. And, yeah. And again, yeah. again, it's hard to believe, but if you know, watch my video presentations. I show all of this. I show it to you and say, look at it. Just look. Look. Look, you know, it's like the glasses and they live. I put the glasses on you and I say, look, just look. <laughs> look, oh, you, there's no denying it. Oh, they live, huh? There's no, there's no denying it. Yeah. Okay, so, all right. So, That's another thing I was going to ask some, you. We're going to take some calls before before the show ends? Well, I, I there was there was a couple callers that came in, but I guess uh, they uh, ran away. <laughs> all right, well, no worries. Don't no, keep going. You're doing a good job. Okay, so the the next thing I was going to ask you was about the Bermuda Triangle. It's a natural phenomenon. Yeah. What, what is is that a thing? I mean, it's a graveyard. No, it's, it's not. It's it's a place that they want to keep you out of. So when they launch these fake rockets, they could, they have on on you know areas of the ocean where they can just crash them down and nobody will see it. So it's all it's all made up. They don't want anybody out there. They don't want anybody accidentally diving out there. Um, there's a there's just a, a ocean floor filled with nonsense, um, and they don't want you seeing it. So that's where they all go. There, there's a 
there's another graveyard in the south where all the rockets go. Um, but that's the main one right there. And it, it's, you know, sometimes they don't even launch anything. Sometimes you're just watching it on TV, you know, when they do these night launches. It's all, um, it's all nonsense. Another thing is we, we were looking at some pictures um, of NASA's, of, you know, their rocket launch area. And we saw these weird, these like, what are these big spotlights? And we, we zoomed in and we saw we got the serial number or the name off of one of them. And we Googled it and it's a holographic projection company. Okay. There's a oh, rocket man. launch that I have in my presentation. I think it was SpaceX launch where it's complete CGI, just like Tupac was on the, on the screen. You can tell it kind of has like a weird glow to it. But when it was going off about 30 seconds after it took off, the entire hey, top uh, half of the you rocket. Know what? David, I mean, I hate to break you up, but speaking of callers, I think your callers, uh, caller is here right now. Let's see if we can. My producer yeah. is going to bring them on. Let's the see. The entire top half of the rocket got just disappeared, and that was a CGI and not a, a production issue. So go ahead. Oh, caller, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Did you want to ask a question? How are you doing sure. tonight? Well, yeah. First, I want to say thank you for having Dave on. Okay. That's amazing. He's he's. One of my best guys out there. I watch all these shows. I love it. Can't wait to put the app in. Thank but you. Dave, I have a, a question for you. I'm, I'm an ex-contractor. I'm ex-Marine contractor. And I used to deal a lot with water levels. They were clear tubes. And we would bend these around buildings and foundations. And we'd pour water in it. And both sides. I could be 200 feet away from another person, and we nail it to the wall, and it would be level. Both sides of that hose, 200 feet away, they both would be level. The water that we put in that clear tube. And, and you're using that to level when you're for construction. So to do construction, yeah. Wow. So if there was a curvature somewhere on this planet, then we'd have banana levels. Basically, <laughs> we'd be building banana houses. There, there's a, an experiment that there's people want to do. There's an experiment what people want to do. They want to do it's called force the line, where they're going to build like a, a, a fence with each part is perfectly you know fit to the other one, and then over the course of a mile, the, it should start curving away from the earth. And but they want to put a water level on the top of it to just to prove that it's straight and level. Um, but yeah, you know, the, the logistics and the cost, they might do it, but it's going to cost a lot. But um, it's just like that. So with the water level and that, it'll be a monument proving that there is no curvature. But the Globers yeah, will just I, come back and say, well, there's certain areas of the Earth that are flat, you know, and then it curves later, you know, which is nonsense. That's bull, baloney. Um, as a builder, I, I, have to, I have to swear by that level or I couldn't. Yeah, what about plumb lines? What about plumb lines? Like uh, the World Trade oh, Towers. Yeah. The top should be wider than the bottom if the yeah. earth is curved. Mm. Now, the other thing is this. When I get approached from people with the flat earth thing, uh, I always tell them, can, you know, can you bend water? Well, you can't. They say, well, what about you a drop of water? You can't you know, bend water. Around, you know? Well, no. Large but, bodies of water at rest lay flat. They don't bend. You know, a drop of water has surface tension, and that will pull it into a sphere – um, but any large body of water, say bigger than a bathtub, lays flat. Yeah, it, it's amazing. Anyway, the, the other question is uh, somebody asked me today about Haley's Comet. 
And I, I didn't yep. have a, an answer for that because I think it comes around like every 10 years or something like that. No, every and 76 that, years or 72 70. years. Yeah. yeah, 70, but, when, yeah. but people see that. But, you know, people witness yeah. that thing flying I through thought, the sky. I saw it. So when I saw it, it looks like it's just like a blurry star. It's got like a little tail to it, you know, but the whole story, they tell us what it is. It, you know, if comets had tails, so would the sun because it's moving at over half a million miles an hour through the galaxy. <clears throat> so, so what is Halley's Comet? Well, Halley's Comet is another luminary that has a much longer cycle, just like the, the planets. You know, Pluto has a longer cycle than Mercury. Um, but they're lights in the sky. The only thing that we can say about anything in the sky that we see other than airplanes is that they're lights. We don't know what they are. We don't know if they're terra firma. They're not terra firma. They're, they're, they're energetic light sources. We don't know how far they are. We don't know how big they are. But Halley's Comet is a luminary that has like a 70-some-odd-year cycle. Is that it? It's a, the but sky it, is it a perfect back. clock. But it's it doesn't, coming we don't back, know, right? We don't know how fast it's going. What's that? But doesn't it come back again? Yeah, every seventy-six years, just like just like Jupiter comes around, it circles around. You know, the uh, Halley's yeah, comet has. It, where is it going? I get that, but where, if the sun and the moon are spinning around like we see yeah. it up there, yeah, why did and we see it every twenty-four hours? This comet, where is it coming from, and where is it going? Maybe it's going to the outer land beyond Antarctica. Maybe it's going okay. beyond the dome. Maybe there is no dome. Maybe, you know, I, I don't know the answers to this because, again, we can't go out there. But it's, it's definitely not a, you know, if Halley's Comet was what they tell us, an ice ball flying through the space, how does right. it find us? Because 76 years later, we've gone quadrillions of miles from where we were before. How is it mirroring our, our, our motions. How does it find us? You know, because every six months we're 180, 190,000 miles on the other side of the sun. Okay? How does Halley's Comet come right back and go by the Earth? How come it doesn't miss us? Right? We're corkscrewing yeah. through space. How does it time it perfectly to come back? The sky is a perfect clock. The fact that eclipses repeat every 18 years proves that we're not in this beehive, um, nonsensical solar system. Yeah, I, I I like that theory. I think that this p- place we live in is huge. It's beyond yeah. our comprehension. Right. Look at, uh, I, I look think at there's that more Japanese stuff happening map. out there. That Antarctica thing, man, that's, that blows my mind. All these yeah. people signed that treaty. In the meantime, we couldn't make peace with Vietnam. You know, right. Really they signed insanity. that treaty. And there's a war for resources. We can that we can de- you know, but they're like, nope, we have to protect the ice and the penguins, and nobody can go down there. You know, after Admiral Byrd said there's unlimited, there's resources, huge resources down there and lands bigger than America that no one has ever set eyes upon. Well, yeah. oh, nobody can go there. You know, that's, it's the dumbest thing ever. That there alone proves to you that something is uh, something. Yeah, there's is something play. happening there. And, and I, I think, I mean, not to bring politics into any of this, but I think Trump opened the door to our brains. Maybe he's allow he's allowing us to, to let us see what's going on. I uh, hope you're right. Congress and the people that control our lives. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. You know, and I, I think I think that's uh, one they they went after him for that because they want to keep us dumbed down. 
certainly. And they're trying to do another great reset. They do it every hundred years, right? In uh, 1620, in uh, in 1620 there was or 1720 there was the plague. 1820, cholera. Yeah. 1920, Spanish flu. Everybody was wearing masks. Everybody was getting the jab. And now, now 2020. Hmm, what's different? It's the great yeah. reset. They're trying to yeah, keep us dumped down and keep us in control. Um, and that's it. And they do it by, you know, putting us in a prison for our mind. Well, the other thing, too, hmm. talk about our minds. Our minds should have hallucinogenic. We have to uh, sure. They got us down. We, we, what are we? Seven percent of our brain, even as that. We have ninety well, percent left. Yeah, yeah there's a lot. That, a lot of untapped. With. I mean, there's. I mean, you see yeah. people get hit with a lightning bolt. All of a sudden, they're the greatest piano players on the planet. Huh. Yeah, you know, crazy, crazy. I think things happen to our brain. Topic as far as the uh, the, the stuff. Uh, was, did you have a last question that you wanted to ask? In okay. To, like, no, uh, no, that's that's cool. That's cool. I, I just I, I was just a pleasure talking to David. He does a wonderful job, man. Wish you had the money to fund you, man. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate your help. Just right, uh, share just, the app you. with people. Bye-bye. Just show show the app to people I, and I uh, send they'll love stuff it. Everywhere. Thank I'm you, telling you, I I that's bang everybody with this stuff. People need you. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. All right, be good. All right, thank you. Okay. So water levels, huh? <laughs> yeah, water Water is level. Water needs a container. Antarctica is the container for the world's pond. Oh, man. Wow. Okay. That's uh, So all these little things are just little, like, little mind bombs. It just kind of like send things off. Just makes you want to at least take a look. Not yeah, I know. Mean, you got to look. You, you, you got to look. And, and again, if you say, oh, I looked in the flat earth, I Googled it. Well, don't even bother. You're not going to find anything, right? It's all hidden. Again, mm-hmm. the best way you can – listen, you don't have to buy the app. The app's $3. It's less than a freaking beer or a cup of coffee and you have it forever. Um, it'll save you, you know, 500 hours of research online. will get you maybe two hours worth of good content. Versus 500 hours on the app gives you 600 hours of good content. Um, it, 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 it's called – and you, know, you can go to my YouTube channel, D-I-T-R-H. It's the initials for Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole. I have nice short videos there. Um, you know, it, it, it gets you, you – because know, like, getting someone that hates Flat Earth to watch an hour documentary, you know, that's difficult. But you get them to watch, watch this three-minute video. And you start watching some of those, and then you're like, all right, give me some more, give me some more. And the app has short videos. It has feature-length videos. It has the daily video every day. It has images that you can look at, all sorts of stuff. And it shows you the model on how it works. And then it, it makes you appreciate, like when you look up at the sky, you know where the moon is. You know, you know what time it is. Um, it really shows you how it all works. Just, I, I invite people. Go to the App Store, Google Play Store, look for the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app, and read the reviews. Just read the reviews. It's the highest rated app in the App Store. Oh, wow. Okay. That's amazing. So drop that yeah. link again. I have one last question. Drop the link you said. What was it? DH? What was it? The, my, my YouTube channel is just the initials for Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole. So that's D-I-T-R-H, Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, D-I-T-R-H. Okay, um, deep inside the rabbit hole. Yeah. Okay. So, but so, it's not right, deep inside the rabbit question. hole. It's just the initials for deep inside the rabbit hole. Okay. So, all right. Last question: If the Earth is flat, we have planets. 
are those planets flat or are they spherical or do we know so as i was saying when you look through the super zoom cameras at these planets they're pulsing orbs of energy they're not they don't appear to be physical at all now i've seen saturn and it looks it looks spherical and it's got that ring around it but if you look at it through high powered you know magnification um, the ring is the same brightness as the planet. It's it's a light. It's its own light. What they are, gods. You know that, that they 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 have something to do with the creation of this place. I don't know. Um, you know what they are, but they're they're they used to be called wandering stars. They're not terra firma. They're not they're not planets. They're they're wandering stars. Okay. That's something to look into too. All these questions are just coming up. Yeah. Uh, so all right. This is what I mean. I don't need to push the app, but you gotta get the app. Just if you think it's stupid, get the app. I'm offering two bitcoins for anybody that can come up with one proof of the globe. But before you do it, you just have to watch a daily video every day for two weeks, and then send me your proof. And but before you do it, hit the question mark because all of the questions you're gonna ask are answered in there. Um, been doing wow. this for a while. Yeah. Nobody is gonna you're not gonna get it because the earth is flat. And not until you try to disprove flat earth by really looking at the information and not Googling flat earth, because that'll just confuse your mind and tire your mind. Um, you're not gonna figure it out. But once you look, you can't unsee it. And life only gets better. <laughs> well that's a challenge to our listeners. Two Bitcoin if you can prove them wrong. Is one, 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 one proof of the globe. That's all I'm asking. One proof of the globe equals two bitcoins in your uh, coin wallet. Uh, Block five right. or Coinbase or whoever. <laughs> yeah. Okay, David. Thank you so much for being on the show. Really appreciate you. Uh, please drop your link before we go. Oh, we got – wait. Before we go, we got one last caller. Let's do this. Uh, producer, put the caller on and let's, let's, let's see who's up. Caller, are you there? Hi, yeah, I'm here. I just have a quick question. Uh, where are you uh, calling from before you, before you uh, start talking? <laughs> I'm in Ohio. Okay. Uh, and, what's your, and what's your question for David? I was just wondering if he could, uh, if he could talk. It's, like a, it's kind of a two-part thing. I was wondering if he could talk briefly okay. about uh, satellites and, and like maybe touch on how the tides could work on a, on a flat Earth. Yeah, so two, two, two good questions. Um, and uh, – very good. So if you realize that the Earth is corkscrewing through the infinite vacuum, there's no way satellites could mirror all of those motions and remain geosynchronous in any of them or orbit in any, any way, shape, or form. So um, GP, you know, people say, what about GPS? Well, GPS is a ground-based system. It only works when there's ground of populated areas where they have towers. Now, even over central Kansas, you lose your GPS signal. Um, anywhere, like between California and Hawaii, there's no GPS. In the Southern Oceans, there's no GPS. In uh, over the Amazon jungle, there's no GPS. Well, if the Earth was the uh, satellites going around it, um, that would wouldn't matter where there's people or not, because the satellites are, you know, going around this globe in the, um, you know, in the patterns that they show you. It's it's all it's all nonsense. GPS is um, GPS is uh, the old Loran system, which is tower ground based, and then they just put a graphic overlay over it in the what is it, 1980s or whenever that whenever GPS started. It's all um, made up. The biggest uh, consumer of helium and who owns most of all of the large helium companies in the world is NASA. Why does NASA 
consumes the material. And that's because they use it for their rockets. They use it to launch satellites. Satellites are called. Just look up NASA Satellite Balloon Antarctica, and you'll see videos of them launching satellites up to 8,000 pounds with balloons as big as football stadiums, okay? A football stadium balloon that takes a satellite up, and they can control where these things go by remotely controlling the height of these things. And these satellites are crashing all over the Earth, and now that everyone has a high-def camera in their pocket, uh, these videos of them before they get scooped up are, are emerging all over the place. So in the app, the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app, if you click What About Satellites, you can see all of that information in there. Um, it shows you what satellites really are. And what was the other question he had? Uh, satellites and um, uh, I remember. I'm just uh, curious about the uh, the tides. Oh, the tides. Yeah. So the the tides don't make any sense. You know, there is a correlation between the sun and the moon and the tides, but that is not a gravitational thing because one way you can prove that is during a new moon, there, during, during a full moon, there's a more bigger tide. Well, what difference does it make if it's a new moon? The moon's still there. It's just not lit up by the sun. So what it is, it's the, it's the moon is powered up. Okay, the, moon, the sun and the moon are the anode and the cathode of the Earth's battery system. And as they move around, uh, they're affecting the current in the, in the ocean. The salt water carries the current. The land is the salt bridge, if you understand how the battery works. Um, but there's, in the app, again, there's what about tides, and there's these weird tidal nodes all over the place where there's no tide. On all these different spots around the world, there's no tide whatsoever. Well, if the whole gravitational model was real, one, there'd be tides everywhere. Two, there'd be tides in freshwater, but there's never tides in freshwater. There's only tides in saltwater. So again, um, it's best to watch those videos. I don't fully understand how the tides work, but it's provably not because of the gravitational pull of a rock 238,000 miles away. Hmm. Excellent. Thank thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, you got yeah, it. You're welcome. Thank you for calling. Have a good night. All, All right. Thanks. Mhm. So so again, you know, once you start looking into this, you're never bored again. There's so much more to learn. They want us to think this is it. Remember the True Man show with Jim Carrey? The True Man oh, yeah. show. <laughs> okay? And Truman says, I want to be an explorer. And her teacher pulls down the map, goes, sorry, Truman, it's all been discovered. Well, that's what they want us to believe. It's all been discovered. They want us to not know that there's other options. Right? They want us to not know. They want us to think that this is it. And we have to remain under their tyranny. They don't want us going elsewhere. So they put a fence around us that we can't see, and it's called the globe. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. It's a lot. Time to start, <laughs> start digging. Okay, so before I have you drop your links, two Bitcoin for proving the man wrong. If you look, you look at the app, you do the research, and then Mr. Weiss, go ahead and drop your IG or how people can find you. The best way to find me is theflatearthpodcast.com. The links to the app are there. Um, but my Instagram is the same name, The Flat Earth Podcast. My Facebook page is the same, The Flat Earth Podcast. And then uh, the app is The Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. Long name, but it's the number one rated app in the App Store. You can find it at The Flat Earth Podcast. Um, and then in the podcast, in the, in the, in the app, um, on the web 
button page, there's a, one of the buttons is my interviews. So all of the video interviews are there um, where all of the questions I've answered here and many, many more are answered with uh, visuals. And it will really, really help. Um, and uh, people seem to like those a lot. So that's how you find me. Uh, theflatearthpodcast.com and, and get the app, check it out. And if you have the app and you're a flat earther, share it with your friends and family, gift it to them, you know, and, and say, hey, just watch one video a day and then we'll talk about it. It'll actually give you something other to talk about other than sports and weather. Since sports are dead, um, you'll have <laughs> something interesting to talk about. And, you know, the worst thing is being a lonely flat earther because, like, we have these meetups and people literally cry. They come together. They're just so happy to be around like-minded people. Well, guess what? Build the little world of like-minded people around you. If you're a flat earther, um, you know, give someone the app. Just ask them to watch the one video a day. And what happens is they, they can't wait for the next day and they end up hitting the archive button. Then they call you two days later. They go, I haven't slept. I, I didn't go to work today. <laughs> And uh, and now my wife thinks I'm crazy, right? And you just say, welcome to Flat Earth. Wow. Okay. So, so, that's, so that's the thing. It, it, yeah. So, so, again, in closing, the bottom line is if we ever get our freedoms back, if we ever gain, regain control from what's going on in this world, how long can we keep it if we're spinning out of control lost in space? And the answer is not very long at all. So until people realize who they are, where they are, what they are, and the power, the true power of your mind, um, we're, we're not going to go anywhere. So um, there's a great awakening happening. People are waking up really fast. They just need to wake up a little faster. And I think we're going to come out of this thing okay. Uh, but, you know, the more the, – the thing is once you wake up the flat earth, you never go back. You never go back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, what is that, the uh... – is it Gilgamesh? What story is that where the guy comes out the cave? Ah, oh, I forget the name of that story. You can just rattle that off. The uh, allegory of the cave? That. Yeah, the allegory of the cave. Yep. Yeah. Well, that that's <laughs> so that's like, it. I mean, we're we don't realize that there's more. There's more, and and we're not pond scum. We're created. So once you realize that, you really take your power back, and then it's fear. Everything they have, the way they control us is fear. The only control anyone has over you is in your mind. It's just in your imagination. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's very interesting. And when you read a lot of leadership, you start to discover that slowly but surely, and you discover who you are. That's, some, that's a good thought to leave off on. Um, everybody, thank you for listening. David, thank you for coming on. Uh, maybe we can have you back to talk about some more deeper stuff. Uh, sure. Please check out his app. Hit him up on his IG, Facebook, and, uh, yeah, discover it for yourself. Remember, it's two Bitcoin if you can prove them wrong. So it's just one proof of the globe. That's all I need. I'm not worried, though. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> thank you for that. Uh, so, again, thank you again for listening, and good night, everybody, and we'll see you next Wednesday. Or tune in next Wednesday. And that's it. We're right, out. everybody. Thanks so much. Thanks, man. All right. No problem.